It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ live every weekday morning from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com. Well, Eric, we are uh, back in the studio. This is actually the last time we're going to be in here for quite quite some time. We have 14 weeks. Uh, we're going to be diving into some series, but uh, it's fun to at least being here one more time with you. Let's let's cherish it while we still have it (laughs) because it is a fun environment for us. So we have students coming out uh, this weekend for our summer semester, and then we're going to jump right into our summit and our week-long and another five-week semester. There's a lot coming up over these next several weeks. It's very concentrated. Usually we have some space in there where we can escape, and you know, our family usually goes to Michigan. And we sort of compacted it because we are – God willing, going into a overhaul the com- the campus project next year. We have a lot of fun projects we're working on, but we need time for it. So we sort of con I don't know con- congested compressed. Is compressed. Maybe is a that's term. the word I'm looking for. Yeah, <laughs> compress the whole training season. So that's going to be pretty intense for us because uh, it's a long stretch, especially for Daily Thunder. That's true. Because we're going nonstop in uh, our full on mode for Daily Thunder for what did you say 14 I think it's weeks? 14 weeks which i'm actually really excited about one yeah. of the one of the things that our heart was when we first started this which was 800 and something episodes ago yeah uh it feels like feels like forever in, in one sense uh, <laughs> but just a couple of years ago you know we wanted to one we wanted it for our own souls we wanted that just that pressure to be proclaiming truth to our souls, whether or not anybody else listened. So for those who are listening, thank you for listening. (laughs) Uh, But we also just wanted to encourage and equip the body of Christ for these days in which we live. And we've kind of gone through some different models of Daily Thunder. And I actually really appreciate, and I've heard a lot of great feedback Mm -hmm. from people about the kind of what we've landed on in terms of these concentrated seasons of a series, and then kind of Mm -hmm. going into some scatter thunderstorm, kind of like almost Daily Thunder, as we mentioned last week of just these light, lighter series to help people get caught up and just kind of give us some time to prep and plan and be able to travel. It is a tremendous amount of prep. I don't know <laughs> what it's like for you because you and I don't prep together. You right. know, that's what's funny is you and I both know that the other guy gets the job done, but it's a significant amount of prep for Daily Thunder. I mean, I already had sermons, right? It was like, hey, that's a lot. And then it's like, whoa. But it's like you said, this is a benefit to our souls too. And so people could feel bad for us that, you know, we have to do this, but we actually really like it. That's true. We really like it, even though there are the moments where like, can we keep doing this? Because <laughs> it's it can be very intense at times to stay up with the uh, the amount of content. But at the same time, when we do these series like we're, we're going to be doing in the upcoming weeks, it gives us a focus, and I think it really helps us as opposed to just switching a, a series each week. That's, that is, in a strange way, more challenging yeah. because you're having to come up with another idea as opposed to this one is following one idea and going a lot deeper in it. And I think a lot of people have appreciated that concept too mm-hmm. where they can take a series, whether they just listen to yours or just listen to mine or try to do both yeah. or, or just extend over seasons and just work through truth. And I think it's actually been really helpful and a neat blessing, at least the feedback we've been receiving. Um, so we hope you will join us in this upcoming series. Will you kind of give a debut? I, I know that oh, you mentioned yeah. it in, in the sermon, but uh, would you kind of unveil a little bit about what you'll be talking through and, and why, why did you pick this particular topic? Yeah. Okay. So the, the series title is spiritual lessons from world war one and which sounds really 
kind of similar to a previous series of yours. One called Spiritual Lessons from World War II. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and then you're like, why did he start with World War II? It's interesting because World War II is so obviously a parallel with what we're going through right now. Uh, and so if anyone goes back and listens to the 93 episodes in that series, it's profound. It's profound what a parallel it was. That was right, I started it right before COVID-19 and all the way through the summer as you're going through all the riots and everything. It was so, so interesting. Felt like it was like, wait a minute, what year are we in? And so that was a very unique experience. And it started these series for me where I take a topic or theme, sometimes a historical event, and I unpack it. And it's been invigorating for me because I love history and I love how it teaches us. And so to utilize the word of God with one hand and history with the other and to see them combine is a very, very powerful thing. But uh, World War I is a more difficult one and I've, I've pondered it for years. I mean, literally, I, I'd love to teach you know spiritual truth through this, but it's harder if I could say it that way. And it, it, the amount of time to prep, it's not as clear of a storyline as World War II. And World War II has the clear bad guy, uh, Hitler. It's like, and then Mussolini sides with Hitler, and then Hirohito sides with Mussolini and Hitler. It's like, boo, and they're just bad. And it's sort of symbolic of evil. It's very clear. World War I doesn't have those same dynamics. And But there's such an incredible parallel, and it's rich in there, of what the church is going through right now. And I think for us to draw on that, some of my, uh, the sessions I've already worked on and shaped sort of like they're clay and I've been working on them. It is so moving and so stirring to my soul. And uh, so I'm not going to say it has been an easy one to prepare. I would say it's actually been by far the most difficult one that I've ever prepared, but I'm extremely excited. I'm just sort of waiting for this to get started. I'm excited to give my first episode and uh, get sort of the momentum uh, going. But uh, for anyone that doesn't know World War One, a lot of times, you know, when you just bring up World War One, you say, do you know anything about World War One? He was like, well, of course, of course. Well, tell me something about World War One. It's actually sort of a nondescript thing in many people's minds. History d- lessons or classes in school doesn't really teach a lot other than maybe Franz Ferdinand was shot and then the world went to war and then it ended. Uh, and who won? I, I don't know, are the good guys? And so it's it's interesting, but what happens in World War One is going to shape the next 100 years. So the world we live in was defined by World War One, And so to understand the cause and effect relationship with events in history and to understand how the church is to live in a world of convulsive change, which is exactly what's happening today, and that's what happened back in 1914 through 1918, is actually critical for us as the body of Christ. So that's what I'm headed into. That's really good. I'm I'm so excited. I know there's been so many people have commented to us that World War II, that your series uh, has had a major spiritual impact, just how they see scripture, just how they understand the times in which we live. Um, and then, of course, you've developed, you know, the Abraham Lincoln spiritual lessons or during his time period, uh-huh. the um, Alfred the Great. Alfred the Great. Uh-huh. And, and it, so those are just fun series mm-hmm. that I think people are really just being blessed with um, as you're working through these random and seemingly random seems random yeah, yeah. seems random yeah. uh points in history you're like <laughs> what does that have to do with scripture at all and yet as you get into it it is, it is really profound so yeah that's yeah. good uh i'm covering or my my title is soul drift and it's basically i've been wrestling through that's it. sort of an artistic title I, i'm uh, trying right. to become more like you apparently <laughs> uh, uh it's not working very well 
Um, but instead of doing a normal expositional study, which I, I tend to prefer uh-huh. for a whole bunch of reasons, uh, I've been really just burdened with just this. When I, when I look at the state of the church, we're so full of idolatry and adultery. Mm-hmm. And and it might just be because I've been reading through Leonard Ravenhill's biography, which has been That'll so, do it. so powerful. <laughs> but of course, that's his language. And so I, I've been looking at the days in which he was living. I'm like, boy, we are so, so, so much worse. And uh, so that's just been a neat blessing. But over the last couple of years, I've just been pondering afresh of like how much focus we have on stuff other than Jesus Christ. Mm. And it's just been, I think God's just been putting his finger that on that in my own soul. Um, and I've just been deeply convicted. But I think just over this last year or so, uh, I've been wanting to do a personal study on, okay, what is what does idolatry look like in scripture? What is the significance of altars? And I still don't know if I'm going to even go that direction, but that, that's Lisa placeholder. Now everyone's expecting. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's very true. What about the altars? <clears throat> but altars are really significant, uh, both good altars for, for, for God, as well as idolatrous altars. And so I there's just something there that I want to, I want to figure mm-hmm. out. Um, so this is more of just a personal study that I'm just using almost daily thunder as an excuse yep. to force me to, to, to study and all this stuff. I just don't usually have time. Yeah. Um, the thing I've noticed though, is as I've stepped my foot in this ocean, uh, is it, it's a lot bigger than I thought it was. And I, I'm genuinely overwhelmed uh, where I'm just kind of like, I should just throw it out and go back to Ephesians. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so much easier. Uh, and yet I actually feel like it'll be so good for my soul oh. to say, okay, let's, let's wrestle through this. But the reason I call it soul drift is I just noticed that we just have a tendency mm-hmm. to drift. Uh, just like if you were in a tide, if you ever go, you know, swim in the ocean, you know, you'll just kind of be, you know, pattering around at the, at the shore and if you're not actually noticing what's happening, it's so easy for you to drift out into the big currents. It's just because you're not focused on what is what is right or or on the shore. And I've noticed that we do that so often spiritually where I love Jesus, I love Jesus, but yet there's so many distractions and noise in our souls that we just we just get pulled. And then there's that great verse in Revelation where Jesus is like, um, you want to return to the first love? Do you, you want to turn back to that which is center? And I really feel like that's just a, a call that I'm, I'm feeling God press in my own soul mm-hmm. for me as well as the modern day church. So I just want to really develop and, and flesh that out um, in a series. Well, so. I think it's fascinating because, you know, when you say that, first of all, your topic doesn't sound like it's 14 weeks, right? It sounds like oh, that's a good sermon. And yet you say you're in an ocean, which I think intrigues all of us to say, huh, what is he tapping into? And even though it's hard for you because you're tapping into an ocean <laughs> and you have to distill all that, that's still very intriguing, I think, from the outside looking in, because I think you're right. I think you're nailing it on the, uh, hitting the nail on the head with the fact, the idolatry and the adultery, that it's so commonplace in the church that we no longer see it right. as an evil yep. and as a threat to our souls. And that's when you know you're in a dangerous place, when the greatest threats to your soul are no longer considered even threats because the world is so dynamically strange uh, today that we oftentimes look at ourselves as very normal if we're not participating in the in the strangeness. So, but we are still very vulnerable. I think that's fantastic, Nathan. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I'm excited and intimidated. So uh, <laughs> it's a we, good we place both, for us both to yeah, be. That's right. I was like, I think we both probably could use the prayers of those who are listening <laughs> as we're prepping and planning for these series. That's for sure. Um, so just in terms of some quick details, 
Um, both of these series are actually going to be launching next week uh, with the very beginning of our semester. Mm -hmm. And they're just going to continue through 14 weeks through mid-September mm -hmm. is where they're going to go. So you're going to have Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Um, I'm going to be doing my series on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we really would love for people to join us. And whether you just pick one of the series and just kind of follow that through as you have time uh, or whether you want to try to keep up with both, uh, I'm very excited for both of these series and what God's going to do with them and those who, who listen. Amen. Amen. Well, we're excited. Uh, so uh, thanks all of you that are listening in because uh, we are willing to do this with no one listening because it's we feel like truth being proclaimed in a generation, even if no one is listening, still matters. But the fact that you guys are listening uh, really blesses us. So thanks for being a part of this. Amen. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder episodes are released every day, Monday through Friday, from our campus in Windsor, Colorado. And our weekly sermon is delivered live at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings with a delayed live stream available at noon Mountain Time. Go to ellerslie.com forward slash daily to get all the details. Thanks for listening.